This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Well, the mystery has been solved on mystery number 13. Spooky as we're on the uh, Halloween weekend. Uh, It is Bryant Ball. The reason it threw us all off is because he's listed as number 33. All of my stuff has him as number 33. He's wearing 13 today. So either his jersey was not available or he switched his number to 13. He's also taken over. He obviously hit in the number 10 spot, taking over for Chase Peterson. He is now the catcher of record for BYU. So he is uh, taken over. Bryant Ball is a return missionary from Sky Ridge High School and a really good catcher. And we've got a new pitcher as well. So this BYU pitching change is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And it is Cutter Clawson. We mentioned that we may see him in this role. And we are right now. Clawson's first pitch outside, ball one. So Cutter, the third pitcher of record for BYU. The 1-0 pitch, high, now 2-0. The batter is T.J. Clarkson. He jumps ahead, 2-0. 3-1 is the lead for Utah. Cutter delivers, another pitch outside, and three balls and no strikes. Clawson delivers the 3-0. And taken all the way is Clarkson. He looks at strike one. So Clarkson, excuse me, Clarkson, Kiernan, and Gurney, the four, five, and six hitters, do up here for Utah in the sixth. And a swing and a miss, 89 from Cutter Clawson. And he's fought back to work the count full, three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Clawson delivers, and Clarkson fouls it off. We'll do it again. You hear the crowd getting into it here at Miller Park. The sun is shining. You can see some snow on the top of the mountains in the distance. And that pitch inside, and it hit Clarkson. That is the second hit by pitch by BYU pitchers. Robison had one, and now Cutter Clawson has one. And that puts the leadoff hitter, TJ Clarkson, at first base with nobody out. Jaden Kiernan is two for two, a single and a double, and he is at the plate. First pitch outside, ball one. Bryant Ball, the catcher. He did a nice job. It got away, but not too far and kept the runner at first. 
BYU's lone run came in the bottom of the second inning. They trail 3-1. Plenty of time this afternoon as we push our way towards 12 innings today for Miller Park. Check on the runner. One ball, no strikes, nobody out. Runner at first. Top of the sixth. Clausen with the 1-0. Inside, quick throw down to first and a really good close play. Bryant with a good throw. Clarkson able to get back in time. Two balls and no strikes to Kiernan. Gurney due up next for Utah. The 2-0 pitch bounces in the dirt and another nice block by Ball, and it's 3-0. So Cutter Clausen has fallen behind. The first two batters he's faced, 3-0. He's able to work the first batter full. Ultimately, he would hit the batter, but now pitching from behind again. The 3-0 to Kiernan, and it's ball four, and it's a hit by pitch, and then a four-pitch walk. And Coach Alvarez is going to go out and talk with Cutter. Timeout is called. BYU trying to replace some uh, pretty big names in the BYU baseball program. Right at the, I mentioned the, the players that were drafted. So we're talking about guys like Andrew Pintar, Cy Nielsen, Nate Daly, Cooper McKeon, and Ryan Brady. Uh, players that graduated. Mitch McIntyre, I saw him a couple of weeks ago at the Blue and White. Hope to see him a little bit more. He's joined the workforce and now uh, just kind of doing his thing, but it was good to see him. You know, he obviously was here at BYU for, for quite a while, playing center field, but you're also replacing Hayden Latham, Aiden Callahan, Jacob Rogers, Brian Call. But the good news about this BYU baseball team, you do have a lot of players back, and then you're mixing in some of that young talent. First pitch is in for strike one to Gurney. That's, that's what you're looking for is you, you want to have the experience and the guys that have been in the system and know what to expect, but you want to infuse it with the young players that come in so that you're just constantly having young talent come into the program. And that's kind of what this team has coming into this upcoming season. Gurney showing bunt, fouls it back, and he falls behind 0-2. You would expect that bunt to be taken off now. Nobody out. Runners at first and second. A hit by pitch and then a walk. So Claussen with some work to do. How about a double play right here, Cutter? No balls, two strikes. The 0-2 and Kearney is bunting. He bunts it right back to Claussen. That will advance the runners. And a throw over to Cooper Vest, who is now the first baseman. They do get the out, so one away. But both runners advance. And now we're going to have a meeting on the mound. The entire infield 
is going to talk with pitching coach Abe Alvarez. They're going to make sure defensively everybody's on the same page. So Vest is now at first, and we are actually going to have a pitching change. I believe that's Carter Smith coming in. So this pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. In fact, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll let you know who the new pitcher is. I believe it is Carter Smith. We'll get you his stats from last season and get you ready for the situation here. In the top of the sixth inning, it's 3-1 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Well, the new pitcher is Peyton Cole. Peyton making his appearance in the ball game last season. Peyton with an ERA of 4.98. He appeared in 17 games and a 2-1 record. Pitched 21 and two-thirds innings. And the first pitch is ball one. There's one out. Runners in second and third. And the batter is the designated hitter, Davis Kopp. Utah leading 3-1. Ball fouled up and over the screen and out of play. Evens the count at one and one. Both teams with four hits. But so far, Utah has been able to manufacture theirs into two more runs than the Cougars. So we mentioned one of the defensive changes. Wilk, who started the game at first, is out of the game. Cooper Vest is there, and Cop launches that ball into right center and it just misses a home run you will have two runs scoring it's a two-run double for davis cop and that just missed by inches being a three-run home run for the utah dh it's now 5-1 utah here in the top of the sixth boy he got all of that and that just hit below the yellow line in right center. And now with the one away, the Utes looking to add more up four. Peyton Cole, the new pitcher, pitches inside to Dakota Duffalo. So a run in the first, second, and fifth. And now two in the sixth for the visitors from Salt Lake City. Ground ball past a diving Deming at third. Runner will stay at third base, will not try and score. So Kopp is now at third. And at first base is Duffalo with the single. That'll bring in, looks like our first pinch hitter. This is number five, Caden Carpenter. Caden Carpenter, freshman from American Fork. And first pitch right to Pratt. He'll throw a second for one. They'll get the double play, four, six, three on the putout. 
but a two-run double from Davis Kopp puts Utah back up by four runs. It's 5-1 Utah heading to the home half of the sixth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We begin the bottom of the sixth inning. BYU down four runs. Utah leading 5-1. Got at least one defensive change. Brewer Webster, now the shortstop for the University of Utah. Also a new pitcher, Cam Day, the right-handed sophomore from Layton High School in Layton, Utah. He will take over in the bottom of the sixth, and he will face the Cougar top of the order, Pratt, Watkins, and Cole Gamble. These exhibition games, when you have, you know, a lot more substitutions, certainly defensive substitutions than you would normally have in a game, you always got to make sure you're you're looking out there and seeing numbers, make sure things are uh, staying the same. The batter, Ozzy Pratt, Ozzy, two for two, two singles. Day's first pitch to Pratt, misses away, ball one. Utah. BYU scored their run in the bottom of the second. Since then, zeros. Now two balls and no strikes. The pitch inside. Going 12 innings. So we're just now halfway. Well, almost halfway. After this inning, we'll be halfway through. So plenty of time for the Cougars. Only down four. Utah now at hitting BYU 6-4. Day delivers the 2-1 to Pratt. And it's now two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 pitch. And Ozzy hammers that over the head of the right fielder and it hits at the base of the wall in right center. And Ozzy Pratt's having himself a day. Three for three. He had a single, a single, and now he'll add a double. Good job of hitting by Ozzie Pratt. And now Cougar shortstop Brock Watkins will bat with a runner in scoring position. Facing Cam Day. Last year, Day with a record of one and six. 14 appearances, all as a starter. An ERA of 7.22. Now facing Watkins. First pitch, swing and a miss. 93 on the fastball from Cam Day. Ozzie Pratt, a leadoff double here in the bottom of the sixth. He's in scoring position. BYU needs some base runners to cut into this four-run lead by Utah. The 0-1 pitch. Check swing. 
Brock went around, and he falls behind 0-2. No balls, two strikes, nobody out. BYU now with five hits in the ball game. The 0-2 pitch, and Day took something off of it. Watkins swung right over the top, and it's a strikeout, and out number one here in the sixth inning. Cole Gamble will bat 0-1, for 1, walked in the first lined out to left in the third inning. Let's update you. It is a final from the Smith Fieldhouse. Number 17, BYU Women's Volleyball sweeps Portland. 25-23 in set number one, 25-19 in set number two, and 25-10 in set number three. Congratulations to Coach Olmstead and her BYU Cougars today. First pitch to Cole Gamble, low and inside, ball one. Pratt at second, now with one out. Day looking back at Pratt at second. Delivers the 1-0, and it's now two balls and no strikes to Cole Gamble. Davis Kopp is now also behind the plate as the catcher for the University of Utah. Someone else in their lineup has moved to the DH. 2-0 pitch, and it's now three balls and no strikes. With this being the exhibition, you know, no stat broadcast, and normally you kind of see some of those changes there, but we'll have to do the best we can and just kind of see who's in and who's out. 3-0. Gamble can be very selective here. Day with a 3-0 pitch, and it's in there for strike one. Cole taking all the way. Good to see Cole healthy this year. Mentioned it uh, one of his last at-bats, dealing with the foot injury last year. He missed uh, about five, six weeks. Now fully healthy, and boy, he is a weapon. Preseason All-WCC last year. The 3-1 pitch, and that's ball four. So a one-out walk for Cole Gamble. That's his second walk of the ball game. In fact, BYU lost both of their preseason all-conference players at some point. They ended up losing Andrew Pintar for the year, and then they lost Cole for you know five to six weeks of the season. So that obviously was uh, certainly not ideal for Coach Littlewood to start the season and then Coach Pratt for the rest of the year. But BYU's got something going here in the bottom of the sixth. They're down by four runs. But with one out, they have runners at first and second. 
The batter is Austin Deming. Dem 0 for 2. And Pratt on the move, trying to steal third, and he does it easily. He popped up. He slid so hard, he popped up, but was able to keep his hand on the bag. And it's a stolen base for Ozzie Pratt. And Ozzie's speed, he can pretty much steal at will. And now runners on the corners with one out. Cole Gamble at first. Pratt now at third. Deming at the plate. And what you've done is now with that stolen base, anything hit to the outfield should give BYU its second run. Cam Day. Pitch to Deming. Fouls it off. 0-2 oh, to the Cougar third baseman. Deming absolutely scorched a liner in his last at bat. Unfortunately, it was right to the shortstop. would imagine that uh, at the time... It was one of those ones that the shortstop's going to feel for a little while because that was just absolutely hit hard off of the bat of Austin Deming. The 0-2 pitch to Deming. Checked his swing. They will appeal. First base umpire says he did not go around. Ball one. One ball, two strikes, one out. Cougars with two on here in the bottom of the sixth. Gamble, that Cole that is, is at first. And the 1-2 pitch, high and inside, evens the count at 2-2. Two two. Ozzie Pratt now at third. The shortstop for Utah playing back on the grass. And Deming fouls that off. Gamble was faking as if he was going to be on the move from first to second. He did not go. Deming steps out of the batter's box and now gets ready for the 2-2 pitch. Tate Gamble due up next for BYU. Two balls, two strikes. A check on Gamble at first. Ozzie was ready to make the move towards home had that gotten past the first baseman, Clarkson. Needless to say, it did not. Two balls, two strikes. Day with the pitch to Deming, and Deming hits that ball. Oh, down the left field line, just foul. Oh, man. It stayed fair over third and then just sliced to the left into foul territory. Depending on how that ball bounced around, there was a chance, certainly scoring Pratt from third, there was a chance... You may have a uh, 
another run scoring from first base in Cole Gamble. And the 2-2 pitch fouled off by Deming. Good battle here from Austin. Jason Shepard with you here from Miller Park. We appreciate you tuning in on the new skin BYU Sports Network, whether it's online, byuradio.org, or the BYU Radio app. 2-2 pitch, chopped foul. Coach Herring making the play. Third base coach and the new associate head coach, Trent, or excuse me, uh, Brent Herring to Trent Pratt. And timeout is called. Cop going to go out and talk with Day. Two balls, two strikes, one out. BYU down four runs, and uh, this is a really good opportunity for BYU here. Day on the mound, Deming at the plate. Pratt at third, Cole Gamble at first. And a 2-2 count. Day delivers the 2-2, and he strikes out Austin Deming. That is a big punch out for the University of Utah. So now, BYU is going to need some two-out hitting from Tate Gamble. Two outs, still runners on the corners. A lot of the uh, upper part of Miller Park, in terms of the park, is starting to fill in as well. Normally you have the area that's shaded and covered that everybody sort of flocks to, but uh, with the cooler temperatures, everybody wants to be on the outside where the sun is shining a little bit. Kind of funny how that works, isn't it? Tate Gamble looks at ball one. The good news is no rain and no wind. And the really good news is this late in the, the year is no snow. Oh, and Cole Gamble, they'll throw over to first, and he f went too far. And he's now in a rundown, and he will be tagged out. The run will score. He stayed in the rundown long enough for Pratt to score from third. So BYU does pick up another run. It's now 5-2 as we head to the seventh inning on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Well, BYU did pick up its second run. It's 5-2 Utah as we begin the top of the seventh inning. The situation was runners on the corners with two outs. Cole Gamble was leaning towards second. He started to go. The pitcher, Cam Day, was able to throw over to first. Gamble was trying to get back, but as he tried to go back to first, he stumbled a little bit, realized he was not going to make it back to the bag, and then started to run. So we got on the rundown, and he stayed in it long enough for Ozzie Pratt to score from third. So the run counts. BYU now down three runs. It's 5-2 Utah, and we've got a new pitcher, 
brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. It is BYU's starting pitcher, Jack Sterner. Jack will take over here in the seventh inning. And he will face first pitch in. Looks like we have a uh, pinch hitter. Nope, we've got uh, it's Carson Bodley back to the top of the order. And he looks at ball one. Sterner, swing and a miss by Bodley. Evens the count, one ball and one strike. Jack, last year, an ERA of 318, a 4-4 four four record, 14 appearances, all 14 starts. And now strike two, 92 on the gun from the Cougar starter. And right now, I, I think it's still kind of up in the air whether you, Jack's going to be the Thursday guy, the Friday guy, but he's certainly in the starting rotation. The one-two pitch, way inside, evens the count, two and two. The two-two pitch, now a full count to Carson Bodley. Kai Roberts due up next. We'll get to BYU's home schedule coming up in just a moment. After this payoff pitch, lifted up and out of play. The count stays three and two. BYU will have home games against Omaha. That will be the opening homestand, March 2nd through the 4th. We'll get to the rest in a moment. The 3-2 pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Watkins got to it, but... Couldn't get a glove on it. And Bodley will be at first base. I thought Brock did a nice job of getting to it because that ball was hit right up the middle, but just couldn't get his glove on it. And that's going to be an E6. So Bodley reaching first on the E6. Other home series, just a single game, but Utah will be here March 14th. A single game against UVU on March 21st. A throw over, bodily back to the bag. Then you have conference home series with St. Mary's, San Francisco, a one-off with Utah Tech. Another game here in April against Utah. A home series against UC, UNC Greensboro. And then a home series versus Portland in the WCC. The only other home WCC series is the last one of the regular season, May 18th through the 20th, as the Pepperdine Waves come to Provo. The count, no balls, one strike to Kai Roberts. Nobody out, runner at first. It's a three-run lead for Utah here in the top of the seventh. A reminder again, we're playing 12 innings today. Sterner on the mound. Jack getting some work in today. The 0-1 pitch to Roberts. In the dirt, throw down by ball. Not in time, bodily back. The count one and one to Roberts.
No defensive changes since the first base and catcher positions were changed an inning or so ago. The 1-1 pitch, and Roberts goes the other way and finds the hole and into left field. Kai Roberts is three for four with two doubles and an RBI. A double in the first, he flied out in the third, but then an RBI double in the fifth and now a single here in the seventh. He has been a very tough out for BYU pitching today. It's now the Utes' seventh hit of the ball game. Now the batter is Landon Fry. Two on and nobody out. First pitch to Fry, outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Sterner looks back at second and now delivers. And a wild pitch was out of the zone and bounces past ball. Both runners advance. So the count is 2-0. and oh. And with nobody out, Utah, already leading by three runs, has two in scoring position. Fry at the plate, T.J. Clarkson batting next for Utah. Two-o pitch, and it pops out of the glove of Ball, and a heads-up play to get to it quickly. And for Jack, he was racing towards home plate because the runner at third was about halfway down, decided to go back, which is probably a smart move because. The way that uh, the ball got to the ball quickly, he was going to be out. So a smart move for Utah. But the situation, three balls, no strikes. Still, nobody out, and runners at second and third. Ball went out to talk with Sterner to make sure they were on the same page. Pretty important pitch here. You would uh, expect at 3-0 Fry taking, but who knows? Maybe you're going to give him the green light and see what happens. We will see. The 3-0 pitch, and swinging he was. Fly ball down the right field line and into the Utah bullpen. So 3-1. I would certainly expect to see Fry swinging again. as long as he sees a pitch to hit. Three balls, one strike to count. Jack delivers, foul back, and Sterner is fought back to work the count full three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Sterner, the pitch to Fry. Another foul ball back to the screen, and we'll do it again. The inning began with Bodley reaching first on an E6. 
And Kai Roberts hit a single to put runners at first and second. Then on a wild pitch, both advancing to second and third, respectively. Full count. Sterner taking a long look into his catcher, and now timeout has been called by Fry. And now Landon Fry steps back into the batter's box, and play set to resume. Sterner gets his sign. Kicks and delivers the 3-2, and that misses. And the bases are loaded with nobody out. And T.J. Clarkson will be the batter. He has grounded out, lined out, and was hit by a pitch in the sixth inning. If you're Jack Sterner, you would uh, gladly give up the run for a double play. But right now, what you'd really love is to get that strikeout and then the double play and strand the uh, bases loaded. I know in Jack's mind, that's what he's thinking right now. First pitch is a ball to Clarkson. Bases full of Utes. Sterner delivers the 1-0 and a pitch inside. And right now, Sterner's having a hard time finding the strike zone. The catcher, Jaden Kiernan, due up next for Utah. Right now, it's Sterner versus Clarkson. 2-0 pitch, in there for strike one. Good pitch, 90 on the gun from Sterner. Two-one count. Sterner gets his sign from Ball. Sets and delivers the 2-1. And back-to-back -back fastballs, that one at 91. And it's two and two. Let's see if Jack can get his punch out here and then keep working from there. Two balls, two strikes. Big pitch for Sterner. The 2 2 pitch. Ooh, and Clarkson got a piece and fouled it back. Stays alive. Count stays, two balls, two strikes. You players at first, second, and third. 2-2 pitch, Jack delivers. And that ball hit the other way down the left field line. Left fielder on the move, cannot make it. Sapiti dives, but cannot come up with it. Two runs will score, three runs will score, and it is a three-run triple for T.J. Clarkson, and Utah is now up 8-2 here in the seventh.
T.J. Clarkson hit that ball. Sapiti had a good beat on it. It was just hit too hard, and it went over his head. 8-2 on eight hits by Utah. In the last two innings, and this one's not done, there's still no outs, Utah scored five of their eight runs. They had two in the top of the sixth, and now that pitch inside to Kiernan for ball one. Two in the top of the sixth, three so far in the seventh. And another pitch inside for ball two. Eight runs on eight hits, no errors for the Utes. Jack gets the ground ball to short, over to first in time. Clarkson stays at third, does not try and score. So one away. So 6-3 on the putout. And we will have a pinch hitter in the number six spot. That was Cameron Gurney. The batter is number two for the University of Utah, and that is Matt Flaherty. And Flaherty swings and misses. So he will take over in the sixth spot, and likely at third base. We will have to wait and see till we get to the bottom of the seventh. The 0-1 pitch fouled off, and Jack jumps ahead 0-2. Davis Kopp up next. He started out as the DH, but now behind home plate as the Utah catcher. He's waiting to bat. Clarkson at third, one out. The 0-2 pitch to Flaherty, and just misses away, not by much. It's a good pitch from Sterner, didn't get the call. One and two the count. Three runs have scored in the inning. It was a three-run triple moments ago from T.J. Clarkson, and now timeout is called. Sterner will reset on the mound. Flaherty will step out of the batter's box and now step back in. The pitch. Flaherty stays alive. One and two, the count stays. One ball, two strikes. Jack delivers the pitch, and it's a strikeout of Flaherty, and out number two here in the inning. It's a good job by Jack Sterner after giving up the three runs to come back and get the punch out. We know how good Jack is. There's no question about that. So two away, still a runner at third, and the batter is the catcher. Davis Kopp. First pitch, swing and a miss by Kopp, strike one. 
coming up on two and a half hours in this ball game so far. 0-1 pitch popped up. That should get out of play, and it will. That will bounce into the stands for strike two. So Jack, a strike away from getting out of the inning. And limiting the Utah runs to just the three. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at third. Three runs already in here in the top of the seventh. The 0-2 pitch misses high. One ball, two strikes to count. BYU with some work to do when the bats come to the plate. The one-two pitch and a foul ball, hard hit liner, fouled off to the right side and the count stays. One ball, two strikes. Five, six, and seven hitters for the Cougars due up. When we reach the bottom of the seventh. Cop at the plate. And he's behind. One ball, two strikes. Two outs. Sterner with the pitch way outside. Ball sliding to his right, making sure that ball stayed in front of him. Good job by the catcher, Bryant Ball. Again, return missionary from Sky Ridge High School. Two balls, two strikes. Sterner delivers the 2-2. That ball hit high into the gap in left center, and it's a two-run home run. There was no wind, but the ball stayed up, and it went over the wall in left center. And Davis Kopp gets a two-run home run, and it's now 10-2 Utah. Boy, I did not think that ball was going to go out at first. Davis Kopp got enough of it, and it went right over the wall and into the greenery in left center. Swing and a miss to Dakota Duffalo. Ten runs for Utah here in the seventh. And a foul back, strike two. Five runs in this inning. 10 total for the ball game. BYU with runs in the second and sixth. They trail by eight runs. Duffalo with a single in his last at bat in the sixth. Sterner's pitch outside part of the plate and he strikes him out, but not before five runs cross the plate in the top half of the seventh inning. It's time for the seventh inning stretch. We will take a break. It's 10-2 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the University of Utah. Number 12, Branson Keel. Right-hand thrower. Sophomore, 6'1", 190. From Rapid City, South Dakota. Branson Keel, the new pitcher. And as I thought and mentioned on air a minute ago, uh, Matt Flaherty, who came in in the sixth spot in the order for Utah in that last inning, will take over defensively at third base. Keel last season had 12 appearances for the University of Utah, a 9.42 ERA. He only pitched 14 and a third. And he will face Tate Gamble as we begin the bottom of the seventh inning. Cougars down eight runs. It's 10-2 Utah. Keels first pitch on its way, and it misses for ball one. As we mentioned, these two teams met last week. So this is the second of those two matchups. Gamble fouls it off to the left side. One ball, one strike. Ryan Sapiti. Do up next for BYU. You got time to just chip away at it. You can turn the tide here. But you're going to have to get some good at bats, some base hits, and see what happens. Good swing by Gamble. Fouls it back to the screen. One and two the count. One thing about Tate Gamble that uh, in talking with the coaches, regardless of the situation, Tate is going to play hard. Always going to get that type of effort out of him. One ball, two strikes. And that's a strikeout of Gamble. And Keel enters the game and strikes out the first batter he faces. So one away. Gamble down on a strikeout looking. Ryan Sapiti will bat. Sapiti 0 for 1. Flight out to center field in the second inning and then walked in the fourth. Keel's first pitch on its way, misses away for ball one. One ball, no strikes. Foul back to the screen. Evens the count, one and one. 52 degrees here at Miller Park. Expecting the temperature to start to go down as uh, the afternoon progresses. By the time I head over to soccer tonight, gonna be in the mid 40s. It's a good thing I brought my beanie and a couple of extra layers. One, one pitch. Sapiti gets a piece, fouls it off. 
BYU women's soccer hosting Santa Clara, a matchup of two top 25 teams at Southfield, 6 o'clock Mountain Time on both BYU TV and BYU Radio. Greg Rubel and Rachel Manning Jorgensen will have the call for you on the radio side of things here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Spencer Linton, Carlos Winston Haslam, and then when eventually when I get over there, I'll be part of the crew on BYU TV as well. One-two pitch by Sapiti fouled off. But again, normally home games for soccer are seven. So just make sure you pay attention. That is a six o'clock kickoff over at Southfield tonight. It's uh, senior night. And BYU only has the one senior, Natalie Wells. But right now, BYU women's soccer poised for the postseason and right now trying to get the uh, conference championship. And they've got some uh, opportunities in front of them. And one of those big ones is today. Two balls, two strikes, one out to Ryan Sapiti. One out, base is empty. Keel on the mound for Utah. His pitch. And Sapiti hammers that into left field. A one-out single for Ryan Sapiti. That's his first base hit of the day. So Jacob Wilk is going to hit. So right now, it looks like what they're going to do is they're going to have Cooper Vest play defensively at first, and then Wilk will get the opportunity to hit in that spot. This is the first time that uh, spot in the batting order has come up, and I know Cooper took over defensively at first, so it's still Jacob Wilk batting. And the first pitch from Keel outside. Sapiti at first, a one-out single moments ago. Pinch hitter on deck for BYU, 1-0 pitch, and that misses. Safaya Mauwai is going to get his first at-bat of the afternoon. So he will be the new designated hitter and bat eighth in the order. So that's due next for BYU. Two balls, no strikes. 2-0. Now three balls and no strikes to Jacob Wilk. count. We'll see if Coach Pratt gives Wilk the green light or if he's taken. 3-0 pitch and he was taken and he takes strike one. Wilk with one of BYU's two RBIs. He had the sack fly RBI in the second that got BYU on the board with their first run. And Wilk lifts that into center field. And it's Roberts moving over to make the catch. And Wilk is retired for out number two. So, Safaya Mauwai 
now batting in the eighth spot in the order. He'll take over as the DH. His first plate appearance, one of the newcomers here, a transfer from Hawaii. Uh, he redshirted last year. Big time energy guy too. And most of his, most power on the team. And it's from, it's both sides of the field. He's got power to both, which is certainly uh, something you, you love to have. A guy that can, uh, can help you out regardless of which side he's hitting. First pitch he looks at. This is inside, ball one. And when it comes to, you know, his spot in the, uh, on the roster this year, I mean, he could be your DH. He could play first. Um, he could certainly be one of your middle-of-the-order guys because this guy can hit, and he's a great teammate. Everybody loves him. The 1-0 pitch to Safea. And that gets the inside part of the plate, and that actually looked uh, more like a ball than the last pitch. Either way, the count is even at 1-1. One and one. One ball, one strike, two outs. Keel with the 1-1 pitch inside, and that hit Malwai. And so Sapiti trots down to second. Malwai's first at bat is a hit by pitch. So Safaya now at first. And that'll bring in the number nine hitter, the extra hitter, Luke Anderson. Luke 0 for 2 with a line out and popped out to center. BYU down eight runs. 10-2 is our score in the bottom of the seventh in favor of Utah. Keel. Pitch high and inside to Anderson. Utah only has two more hits. They've got the eight. BYU is six, but Utah has certainly done a lot more with their opportunities today with the ten runs. In fact, the last two innings for Utah in the sixth and seventh combined, they scored seven of their ten. Timeout was called. Cop went out to talk with his pitcher, Keel. One ball, no strikes is the count. Keel sets and delivers to Anderson. And it's strike one, evening the count at one and one. The catcher, Bryant Ball, will bat next if Anderson can reach base. Right now BYU needs base runners, and they have it, but there are two outs. Two on, with two away. Keel with the 1-1 pitch. And it's strike two. We'll see what the pitching situation is for BYU if Sterner comes back out for the eighth or if we'll see a new pitcher for the Cougars. One ball, two strikes, two outs. The one-two, and it's now two and two. 
as we mentioned, Luke Anderson from Snow Canyon High School in Southern Utah, the 2021 Utah Gatorade Player of the Year. He's the extra hitter today. He's an outfielder, but he's a guy that can hit. So it'll be fun to see him in a situation like this with two balls and two strikes and two on here. 2-2 two -two pitch. And he lifts it the other way into right field. Duffalo moves over to his left. He makes the catch. Anderson is retired, and so are the Cougars in the seventh. We'll head to the top of the eighth. BYU trailing 10-2. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Case Carpenter is the batter for Utah, so his first at bat. And he takes strike one. And the 0 1 pitch is now 0 2. Ten two is the score. Utah with the lead, and that's a strikeout, and an impressive strikeout for the new pitcher for BYU, Mason Olson. Olson comes in and strikes out the first batter he sees. His pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. And now we are back to the top of the order. Bodley with a ground ball to second, and quickly, two up and two down. Four pitches for Olsen and two outs. That'll bring in Kai Roberts, who has just been a beast today. He'll bat with the bases empty and two away. And Roberts lifts it high down the left field line. Oh, and the left fielder drops it. He was in foul territory, and he had it, was there in time, could not make the play. And I don't believe that that was Ryan Sapiti. May have a change in left field. In fact, uh, we do. Let's see who we've got in left field. Looks like that may be Romero. It may be Easton Romero. Roberts, though, gets extra life. No balls, one strike. Olsen's pitch misses, one and one. Roberts fouls it off to the right side, and the count is one and two. Pretty sure that's Romero now in left field. We're expecting him to come in a little bit later on, but maybe that's been moved up. Roberts lifts it high into the air into left center. It is Romero there, makes the catch, and a nice one, two, three inning for Mason Olsen. The Juco transfer making quick work of the Utes. 
in the top of the eighth. It's 10-2 Utah as we head to the home half here in Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the eighth inning from Miller Park in Provo, Utah. Jason Shepard with you, BYU versus Utah. The Utes with a 10-2 lead here in the bottom of the eighth inning. The batter will be the catcher, Bryant Ball, and he will face a new Utah pitcher. The new pitcher is number 22, Brady Malin. Malin last season had a uh, record of 0-3 and 9.95 ERA, made 18 appearances, two starts, only pitched 12 and two-thirds. Malet, a lefty, sophomore from South Jordan, went to Bingham High School, 6'5", 220. And he will face, as I mentioned, Bryant Ball. Play set to resume here in the bottom of the eighth. That pitch behind Ball, and I actually thought I heard that hit his back. He's, he's not reacting as if it did, but man, I thought I heard something skip off. The 1-0 pitch. And this one low and outside, 2-0 pitch, and now that did hit ball. And he'll take first base on a hit-by-pitch here in the eighth. That takes us back to the top of the order. Ozzie Pratt will bat. He is three for three. Single in the first, single in the third, and a double in the sixth. And the catcher, Davis Kopp, went out to talk with Malin. Make sure they were on the same page. So far, they have had no answer for Ozzie Pratt. Malin looks at first, now delivers, and misses. Ball one to Ozzie. Ozzie is so fun to watch play. So fast, so athletic can make just about every throw. 1-0 pitch, way outside, 2-0. His speed on the bags, we've already seen that, stealing third earlier today. He would come around to score. That actually was BYU's second run of the ball game. Malet with the 2-0, and that misses. I'm not sure if the home plate umpire called that a ball because it was high or a bit inside, or maybe both. Either way, the result is the same. It's three balls, no strikes to Ozzie Pratt, the Cougar second baseman. 3-0 pitch, and it's a four-pitch walk. So a hit-by-pitch and then a walk gives BYU base runners at first and second with nobody out, and Brock Watkins coming to the plate. Brock is one for three at a single in the third. Uh, 
BYU down eight runs, looking to uh, chip away here in the eighth inning. Ten, eight, and zero oh for Utah. Two, six, and three errors for BYU. First pitch to Watkins inside, and Maylett is having a hard time finding the strike zone right now. So far, BYU batters have been the beneficiary of that. The 1-0 pitch on its way, and that gets the call for strike one. So one ball, one strike. Runners at first and second, nobody out. And the 1-1 pitch to Watkins, swing and a miss, strike two. have the base runners so far and nobody out. Opportunity to go to work for the Cougs here, down eight runs. Maylett looks back at second and now delivers the one-two. Brock fouls it off. The count stays one ball, two strikes. Pratt at first, Bryant Ball at second, and at the plate is the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Malet delivers way outside, two and two. Overthrew that one a bit, 77 on the gun. We're in the bottom of the eighth from Provo. The 2-2 pitch. Watkins, little jam shot. It's going to fall in front of the left fielder for a base hit. All the runners will stay put. It was an opportunity possibly for Ball to try and score. He stays at third. Pratt is at second. And a good job of hitting by Brock Watkins. That's now two singles for Brock. And now the bases are loaded with nobody out. And here comes Cole Gamble with some power. Wouldn't mind calling a grand slam right here. By the way, called two grand slams in my BYU baseball career. One was BYU quarterback Jaron Hall. The other was Hayden Latham. First pitch to Cole Gamble is a ball. Let's see if I can talk this into existence here. One ball, no strikes, nobody out. Base is loaded. Cougars looking for a big inning here. And the 1-0 pitch inside, 2-0. And, and Maylett is falling behind every batter he's faced. It's adding pressure pitches on the mound for him, for sure. BYU says thank you. 2-0 pitch. 
And that misses away, 3-0. Yeah, there's no place to put him. And I've got to imagine with his, I won't say wild, he hasn't been wild, but not being able to throw the strike, I would, I would be surprised if Gamble swings, but we will see. Make him throw a strike. And he did, and Cole was taking all the way. It's three and one. Austin Deming, two up next. So this inning began with a hit by pitch. Bryant Ball took first. Then a walk to Pratt. Then a single from Brock Watkins. They are at first, second, and third with nobody out. 3-1 pitch to Cole Gamble, and just gets the bottom part of the zone, and the count is now full. And now Cole goes into battle mode. Full count pitch coming up momentarily. Three balls, two strikes. The payoff pitch. Cole lifts it into left field. Bodily is there to make the catch. Ball will tag from third and score. And it's a sack fly RBI for Cole Gamble. And BYU picks up its third run. It's now 10-3 Utah. Good at bat for Cole Gamble. BYU just looking to chip away. Still have runners at first and second, and only one away. The batter will be Austin Deming. Austin 0 for 3. And now we're going to have a pitching change for the University of Utah. We will take a break. We'll let you know who Deming will face when we return on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Zach McCleave is the new pitcher for the University of Utah, number 31. Richard Sr. from Cypress High School in West Valley, 6'4", 230. McCleave is a pitcher that BYU has seen over the last couple of years in these, whether they be the exhibition matchups or the games that we see during the regular season when both of these teams jump out of conference to face each other. McCleave last year, 2-2 two and two record, appeared in 28 games for the Utes, pitched 36 innings, and an ERA of 4.75 last season. And he comes into a situation with one out, BYU with runners at first and second, and the batter is the third baseman, Austin Deming. McCleave looks back at second. Pratt there and delivers a swing and a miss by Deming for strike one. McCleave drops down a little bit with his delivery. BYU picked up a run moments ago on the sack fly RBI from Cole Gamble. It's now 10-3. McCleave with the 0-1 pitch. Deming fouls it off and out of the ballpark to the right side. And Austin now behind 0-2. Tate Gamble due up next for the Cougars. Just past 4 o'clock mountain time here in Provo, Utah. 
We're in the bottom of the eighth. And an 0-2 pitch on its way from McCleave. High and outside, one and two. Are you hoping to make this a big inning? Already got one in and an opportunity for more. Just got to be patient at the plate, see what happens. Look for your pitch. McCleave looks back at second, now delivers the one-two, and it's a base hit past the diving first baseman Clarkson and into right field. Pratt, with his speed, is going to score easily from second, and it's an RBI single for Austin Deming, and it's now 10-4 Utah. Nice job of hitting by the Cougar third baseman. That hit also allowed Brock Watkins to go to third, so one away, and now runners on the corners. Good job of hitting by Austin Deming. He's at first. BYU now down six. And both teams now with eight runs. Way to go, Dem. And the batter will be Tate Gamble. Tate is one for three. He had a bunt single in the second. And he looks at ball one that just missed the plate. I think McCleave wanted it, didn't get it. The entire field soaking up the sun right now. 1-0 pitch. In for strike one. So one ball, one strike. Watkins at third. Deming at first. Tate Gamble at the plate. McCleave on the mound and the 1-1 pitch. Misses away, Deming on the move, and he's gonna get a stolen base. It's gonna be a double steal as Watkins trots home, and it's now 10-5. The Cougars have cut Utah's lead in half. Aggressive base running, and BYU's now scored three in the bottom of the eighth. Ten five Utah. And a two one count to Tate Gamble. The two one pitch on its way, and he jammed him in a foul ball. Two balls, two strikes, and one out. A very productive inning for BYU so far. They came into the inning here in the bottom of the eighth, down ten two. It's now 10-5. And looking for more, only one away. And a 2-2 pitch upcoming to Tate Gamble. McCleave looks back at second. Deming is there and now delivers the pitch. Just misses and it's a full count to Tate Gamble. And now there is a bit of a breeze, not much. can see the American flag out in center field blowing just a little bit, but certainly nothing that's going to 
hinder or aid any ball that's hit into the air. Payoff pitch way in front of Gamble, and it gets past the catcher, Cop, and Deming now at third base. In fact, Tate Gamble had to jump to get out of the way of that ball. It was so far inside. So runners on the corner, still only one out. And the batter is going to be Ryan Sapiti. So what we have, we've got a couple instances where the position player is going to be replaced, but the batter is going to stay the same, and that's the situation here with Ryan Sapiti. So Ryan at the plate, and McCleave get him, gets him to pop it up on the infield. Shortstop is there to make the catch, and that is a big second out for McCleave and the University of Utah. Now two away, but still an opportunity with runners on the corners. And the batter will be Cooper Vest. So Wilk and Vest kind of going back and forth here, hitting in the seventh spot. Cooper came in as a defensive substitution, but this is his first at bat, despite coming in a couple of innings ago. McCleave pitches. Vest lifts it high in the air down the left field line. Bodily is there to make the catch. And the Cougars are retired, but they get some work done. Three runs scoring in the bottom of the eighth inning. We will head to the top of the ninth. Utah leading by five. It's 10-5 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. This BYU pitching change is brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Carter Smith making his appearance in the ballgame today. Last season, appeared in 19 games for the Cougars, an ERA of 7.02, pitched 16 and two-thirds, and a 1-0 record. He will come in here in the top of the ninth inning, and he will face Landon Fry. The first pitch to Fry is a hardy cut for a swing and a miss and strike one. Saw Carter's dad walking around. The 0-1 pitch, and that misses, evens the count at one and one. T.J. Clarkson due up next for Utah. They lead 10-5 here in the top of the ninth. Again, the plan is to go 12. We will see if any of that changes throughout the course of this one. 1-1 one, one pitch inside, 2-1. and one. So There were a couple of defensive substitutions that uh, were slated to be made later that came a little earlier, which makes me wonder maybe they just decided to move it up on their own. That ball hit high into left field. Catch is made for out number one. So Fry is retired for out number one here in the ninth. And that will bring in the first baseman, T.J. Clarkson. His last at bat, a 
three-run triple in that seventh inning where Utah scored five. That is the difference in this game. 10-5 is our score. Carter delivers the 1-0, misses away, 2-0. pitch, and that misses. Three balls, no strikes. Base is empty, one out. Smith delivers and gets strike one. Clarkson thought that may be low and was getting ready to trot down to first. 3-1 pitch, and that misses away. So it's ball four. And Clarkson earns a walk, and the Utes have a base runner here with one out in the ninth. Jaden Kiernan is now batting. Kiernan started the day as the catcher, and then he and Davis Kopp switched. Kopp was the DH, now he's the catcher. And vice versa. First pitch to Kiernan, misses for ball one. Check on the runner at first. Clarkson back to the bag. Nice to see so many people out enjoying some October baseball. See some little kids running around on the concourse. Feels good to have some baseball right now. The 1-0 pitch. Gets the outside part of the plate. Good pitch by Carter Smith. One ball, one strike. One ball, one strike, one out and one on here in the top of the ninth. 1-1 one, one pitch. Too far off the plate. 2-1 the count. Starting to see some people bringing out more and more blankets as the more of the stands get into the shade. The field is in the sun, but most of the stands, with the exception of behind the BYU dugout on the third base side, Almost everything else from a stands perspective is in the shade. So people have their coats and their jackets, their hats, and uh, even a couple blankets. Two balls, one strike, and one out. Smith delivers. Pitch in the dirt. Ball lost it for a second, but able to find it before Clarkson took off for second. He stays put at first base. Again, a shout-out to Brandon Despain, helping us with our video component today. Taking the radio broadcast here on the BYU Baseball Facebook page. That pitch inside, actually, I don't know if that hit him or if it was just ball four, uh, but either way, he's taking first base. So, we're going to go. I didn't see any signal that he was hit, so we're going to call it a, a 
a walk. So back-to-back -back bases on balls. And now with one out, Utah has two runners on. That'll bring in Matt Flaherty. He struck out in his first plate appearance. He came in as a substitution in the seventh. First pitch to Flaherty. Ground ball to third. Deming knocks it down. He tags the runner as he's going by. Oh, what an athletic play by Austin Deming. First and foremost, full extension dive to knock that ball down. And then he had the wherewithal to glove it and put the glove up to hit the runner as he ran by. Oh, what a great defensive play by Austin Deming. And now two away. What a heads-up play by Dem. Now two away. Runners at first and second. Davis Kopp, the man at the plate. Smith with the first pitch to Kopp, and that does hit Davis Kopp. So bases are loaded with two outs. Dakota Duffalo, the right fielder, is 1-4-4. Had a single in the sixth. Besides that, grounded into a double play, lined out to right, and then struck out looking in the seventh. But he's at the plate with the bases loaded and two outs. First pitch. To Duffalo, lifts it into right field. Tate Gamble back near the warning track, makes the catch, and Utah will strand the bases loaded. We will head to the bottom of the ninth. BYU down 10-5 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. The number eight hitter, Sophia Mauwai, will lead off the bottom of the ninth inning. BYU down 10-5, and he will face a new pitcher for the University of Utah. That new pitcher wears number 11. His name is Merritt Jones, right-handed freshman from Idaho Falls. Went to Idaho Falls High School, 6'3", 190. He's making his appearance in the ballgame today. As soon as our game is over, we are going to have an opportunity to talk with head coach Trent Pratt for just a few minutes. We'll get his thoughts on the exhibition matchup today, win or lose. Mauai at the plate. Was hit by a pitch when he came into the ball game in the seventh. And the first pitch from Jones in the dirt, ball one. The 1-0 pitch. And Safea gets a piece and evens the count 1-1. One one. As we mentioned, Safea, a transfer from Hawaii. The 1-1 one pitch. In there for strike two. Everybody uh, gives Safea a hard time. He 
Calls himself the flying Hawaiian, but uh, everybody makes fun of him because he's not fast. One-two pitch. And it's a strikeout of Maui. They'll throw down to first. And he is retired for out number one. I mentioned this the last time he was up. His teammates, speaking of Maui, they absolutely love him. Great teammate. Everybody says that. Very excited to have him on this team. That'll bring in Luke Anderson. Another one of the new players. First pitch to Anderson outside. Ball one. The 1-0 pitch, and it's in for strike one. One ball, one strike. Well, if you're thinking, hey, it's the bottom of the ninth. BYU's trailing 10 to 5. You only have two more outs to work with. That's not the case. We're going 12, folks. Ground ball up the middle, and Anderson picks up a base hit. His first hit of the ball game, and it's a one-out single here in the ninth. Nice job of hitting by Luke Anderson. Parker Goff will be a pinch hitter and in all likelihood come in to be catcher as well in the 10th inning. Parker Goff is one of the guys in the mix for the third catcher spot. He wears number 40. So making his first appearance of the afternoon. And he's batting in the number 10 spot. First pitch to Goff, outside, ball one. Runner at first, one out. And a 1-0 count. Jones pitch, outside, and a... Nice job by Cop to keep that in front of him. Otherwise, Anderson's probably at second base. Two balls, no strikes, one out. 2-0 pitch. Check swing. They will appeal, and they say he did not go 2-0. In fact, I think the home plate umpire was going to appeal and then decided I don't need to appeal. It's ball two. Three balls and no strikes is the count. And now, actually, that, I thought that was incorrect. Now it's 3-0. and oh. The scoreboard apparently knew what was about to happen. One out, runner at first. The pitch from Jones. Runner on the move. Throw down to second, not in time. Anderson stealing second base and puts himself in scoring position. Nice job of running by Luke Anderson. Picks up a base hit in this at bat and then steals second. The count now three and two to the batter. Parker Goff. 
Ozzie Pratt in the top of the order due up next for BYU. They trail 10-5. Full count. BYU is now out hitting Utah 9-8. Jones looks back at second, taking his time. Now delivers the payoff pitch and does not get the call. Ball four. Good first at bat by Parker Goff. Well done, Parker. So runners at first and second. And Ozzie Pratt, who has been on base all four times today. Single, single, double walk. This is the guy you want up based off of his performance today. Runners at first and second, only one out. BYU down 10-5, but threatening here in the bottom of the ninth. The first pitch to Pratt, swing and a miss. No balls, one strike. BYU scored three in the bottom of the eighth and looking to get on the board here in the bottom of the ninth. And keep cutting away at that five-run lead Utah has right now. Timeout has been called. Jones wanted to go through the signs one more time. Now he's ready to go. Stands on the rubber. Looks back at second base. Kicks and delivers the 0-1. And now Ozzie falls behind 0-2. Brock Watkins due up next for the Cougars. And timeout is called. Pratt back into the batter's box, awaiting the 0-2 pitch. Got to get into battle mode here. Jones sets. And now delivers the 0-2. Inside, almost hit Ozzie on the bounce. Kind of surprised it didn't the way that it hit. So 1-2. and two. BYU with runners at first and second. Anderson is the runner at second. Goff at first. The pitch to Pratt. Fouls it back to the screen. And the count stays one and two. Brock Watkins will bat next. If you're a BYU fan, you're hoping that uh, Ozzie can either get on base, certainly get a base hit, and maybe just keep these runners advancing base to base. Jones, long look at Anderson at second. And now is ready. And delivers the one-two. And Ozzie Pratt just continues to churn in the hits. He's got a single into right field. 
and Luke Anderson will score from second, and it's an RBI single for Ozzie Pratt, and here come the Cougars down 10-6. Ozzie Pratt has been on base all five times. Picking up his first RBI of the day. So a single in the first, a single in the third, double in the sixth, a walk in the eighth, and now an RBI single in the ninth. BYU now within four at 10 to six, still only one out, still runners at first and second. The batter is Brock Watkins. Brock with a single in his last at bat in the eighth. First pitch to Brock. Pops it up. Into right field. The catch is made by Duffalo for out number two. Runners obviously stay put. So now... Going to need some, uh, some two-out hitting here by Cole Gamble. The good news is there's speed on the bags. Any contact, the runners are going to be on the move. You have Goff at second, Pratt at first. And with his speed, he could easily score from first base depending on where the ball is hit. Gamble at the plate. Sack fly RBI for him in the eighth inning. In the first pitch from Jones, outside, ball one. Both teams standing up in their dugout, up against the wall. This gorgeous Miller Park, a turf, which is, I believe this is year five, maybe even year six for the turf. I think it's year five. Still looks great. What a gorgeous ballpark. 1-0 pitch to Gamble. Evens the count, 1-1. One and one. What I'm really looking forward to is the addition of the uh, Big 12 logo at some place uh, on the uh, field out here. That's when it becomes real, when you start seeing that kind of stuff going on. This is BYU's last season in the West Coast Conference for all their sports. Obviously, football is independent. Jones, the 1-1 pitch. Bounce in the dirt, and a good block by Kopp. Both runners staying put. BYU baseball is going to go from a conference where the conference tournament one is being held in Stockton, California at a fairly small ballpark, which was nice. I, I, the first time I had been there was this last May, and it actually is a very nice ballpark, um, really nice ballpark as a matter of fact, but you're, you're trading that in for a Globe Life Field in Arlington, Texas, home of the Texas Rangers for the Big 12 baseball tournament, which BYU actually got a chance to play in against Oklahoma State last year. Did not get to make that trip. Uh, Greg Rubel was on the, the call for those games, so I did not get to, uh, to experience Globe Life. But uh, hopefully one of these days I'll get out there. I have been to AT&T Stadium, home of the Dallas Cowboys. I actually saw a Cowboys 49ers game a couple of seasons ago 
uh, when we had gone out to Austin, Texas for the BYU football game in Austin. Um, and we stopped on our way back to the airport and went uh, to an NFL game with the uh, Cowboys and the 49ers at the time. All right, the conversation on the mound has subsided and play set to resume. Two balls and one strike to count. Two outs, runners at first and second. Jones facing Cole Gamble. Jones delivers, and it's low, three and one to Cole Gamble. Been a good at bat so far for Cole. BYU with a run in in the bottom of the ninth. They trail by four, it's 10-6. Jones, the pitch to Gamble. Lifts it into left field. The left fielder on the move. He can't get to it. That ball will hit off the middle of the wall. He will bobble it as well. And two runs will score. Pratt and Goff scoring from first and second. And that's going to be a two-run double for Cole Gamble. And guess what, Cougar fans? BYU within two. It's now 10-8 Utah. Great job of hitting by Cole Gamble. BYU at one point, they went into the bottom of the eighth inning trailing 10-2. They scored three in the bottom of the eighth. They have three so far in the bottom of the ninth. So far, BYU on a 6-0 run in runs. Now down only two. And they've out hit Utah by three, 11-8. First pitch to Austin Deming. Fouls it off. Austin in his last at bat, an RBI single. And he's hitting with a runner in scoring position. Cole at second base with two outs. Been an impressive comeback so far for BYU. We'll see how far they can go. Right now, they are coming to the plate with a lot of confidence. They're taking good at bats, which I know, you know, every coach is going to say we want good at bats. Well, right now, we're seeing that from BYU. They are not giving in to bad pitches. They're waiting for the right pitch and then taking advantage of it. The 0-1 pitch to Deming. Check swing. And first base umpire says he went around. I actually thought he held up, but certainly i uh, that's just to the naked eye. So Deming goes into battle mode. No balls, two strikes. Jones versus Deming. Jones looks back at Gamble at second base. Now delivers the 0-2 pitch outside and a block by Kopp. Keeps it in front of him. Gamble staying at second. One ball, two strikes, the count. Cougars in the last two innings have scored six runs. And what was once an eight-run deficit, now just two. One-two pitch. 
Good take by Deming. That pitch low for Merritt Jones. And the count now two and two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. And number 22, Cole Gamble at second. Jones looks back at Cole. And now the 2-2 pitch, ground ball to third. Flaherty there across the diamond, and they will retire Deming. But the Cougars, after getting three in the bottom of the eighth, they score three in the bottom of the ninth, and we will head to the top of the 10th inning. It's 10-8 Utah on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.